Hello and welcome to Web of Resonance. I'm Teresa Carmody with Elemental Journeys. And I am Ken Edwards, the Rune Walker. Welcome to this beautiful October day. Yes. Getting closer to Salmon. I'm getting very excited. I'm super excited. I love uh, I love this time of year. In fact, uh, if I'm looking at what was it? I did a I've been trying this uh, new thing. I guess it's not new where I put out, I, I throw runes for the week and then put it on, you know, all of my uh, outlets for information. And um, it was interesting because the, um, the message of the runes for this week. So the weekly message was um, okay. They're my words, but this is my interpretation. Uh, release your idea of endings and death. You're chained to it. Understanding comes from your gut, which kind of really goes back to what we, you and I spoke about yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so understanding comes from your gut, your wildness, your able self. Uh, some friction comes when unshackling yourself. Embrace it. Use it to warm your cold feet. Beautiful. So I think that's what I love about this time of year is that it really does, um, for me, dive into looking at, okay, we've had a great year we've harvested and now it's uh i would say it's time to rest although i'm moving on <laughs> the first week of november so i might have to rest a little after yeah that. <laughs> well i'll tell you i'm excited for Samhain in part because uh last Samhain started a cycle of um destruction i thought i might move last year um, things really yeah. unraveled and fell apart before they, they actually, they came together better than they were. Uh, so that's good. Uh, but I'm a little bit nervous about coming into this Samhain about what needs to be undone. Um, and in my life, one of the things that I focused on in the undoing last year was how to start energetically, uh, connecting the webs of the different things I'm involved in. So like the personal stuff that's happening, my business work that's happening, the theater, uh, artistic stuff that's happening. Um, so my vision of the web is getting a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I tell you, I would love uh, to see what the runes might have to say for me about how to prepare for this Samhain and how to let go and how to weave those uh, those smaller webs together to make a larger network. Oh, interesting. So we, uh, we should do that. Yeah, let's do we that. Should just, we should do that today. So, uh, so you guys uh, who are listening, uh, this is a really interesting, <laughs> I'm glad this came up. Um, uh, my sketch at the moment was of three of those little whirlwind thingies <gasps> <laughs> coming together. So, so you're already um, drawing what my question is. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was already connecting to you. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So, uh, um, you know, I don't, I, uh, I actually like doing uh, readings, distance readings. I don't, because I, uh, I, you know, you and I've spoken about especially with the uh, Celtic way of being is that you don't go anywhere. You bring things to right. you. So I feel like uh, for people uh, who think that distance readings aren't 
really that good or that possible. Um, I've, I've done them via, you know, video chat uh, with New Zealand. And, and so I, it actually works pretty well for me. I, I, I don't mind it at all. I yeah, like I it. like them too. Um, so... So uh, okay, your... I, I have a question for you, and this is a little bit like I don't want to tell you how to do a reading with your runes, um, but I'm wondering <laughs> if you okay. could pull three runes for me, one, one for each of those circles, and then maybe a rune that is about what is the energy I need to focus on and what needs to unravel in, in order for them to be woven together. Okay. Okay. So for those of you listening, there may be moments of silence. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as, as I uh, interpret images usually. So. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, uh, we'll leave the fourth one for now. So. If I place, so for me, sometimes uh, the best thing to do is just to start speaking. So if I'm looking at the three, uh, the three runes that I pulled and placed on each of those um, wings, <laughs> my sketches. So the first one uh, is Wunyo. So Wunyo uh, is uh, a really brilliant rune. I really... Uh, it's about connection to your, um, God, I hate that higher self thing, but connection to yourself, <laughs> um, connection to that part of you that is deity, that is divine, that is um, <sighs> part of the greater. And I think that's really actually interesting because um, that's, the, that's the part of you that really is opening up as far as coming into uh being able to mm, sense and feel the vibrations on the web and how it connects uh to others um around you um that's a really interesting place that you have to be careful not to stay <laughs> uh too long trying to um figure it would out would you uh would you equate that to like um uh if I were talking shamanic language, this is like an upper world perspective so that you're looking down at the entire terrain. Uh, but if you're really wanting to move from one place to another, you can't really stay there because the action needs to happen at a different level. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You, uh, you have to be super. Uh, yeah. You have to be super. Uh, oh, this is going to. Uh, not that you don't like interacting with people, <laughs> uh, but sometimes for, for empaths, it's draining. Yes. It's really a, a draining process, but that can't be the reason that you <laughs> uh, pull yourself out of the equation because uh, just, you know, to kind of to go back to the shamanic uh, concept, uh, you know, they go 
<laughs> they get the information, they come back and then they distribute to the right. people kind of thing or whatever it needs to happen. So there, there's a, there's a really uh, good balance uh, between living and manifesting in the physical world, those things that you are getting from the, the other world. Okay. So... So that specifically, that so, that sounds like this isn't so much go to the top of, of the tree and look at the terrain for what you're building. This is more go to the top of the tree and look and see what are the things, what are gathering the things you have to offer. Because when I come down from the tree, it's about giving those things to the community. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you've been storing Mm -mm. gather yeah 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 gathering storing yeah. for a while uh building and now is the time to start putting those things out uh, okay that's that's really what it's about so um yeah it's about utilizing the the wisdom yeah yep so and that one uh okay so that's that one let's just flip to the other one for a second so I love Augie's. Augie's is the one that um, the story I told about uh, the deer sitting down in the brush because it feels threatened. Yet if it doesn't get up, it uh, it will die there. So protection becomes imprisonment. Yet this is a really interesting way because this is the this is when you stand in your directions, you do this the sun salutation, right? Like you lift your arms up above your head in a big yes. V, right? Like YMCA. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. So that's what this room looks like. Um, and, uh, and, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you got to put yourself out there. This year. Yep. Yeah. Cause it is standing. It's, it's about standing up. It's about, um, Ooh, I also see that that's the image that I got. Okay. Was you, uh, your profile picture is you standing on a stage right. talking. So right. it really is this, this coming out this next year is well, okay. So I, I know you, I, I feel like I know you pretty well and we know each other pretty well, but it really does like the runes here look like your, what you're putting together for shamanic storytelling. That's what it looks like. Oh, like these runes yeah. talk about that. Yeah. It's funny that you're saying that so, um, because the other project that I'm working on uh, and I feel completely out of my depth uh, is I'm actually putting together a long form improvised play for a festival in uh, the end of January. So right around in bulk. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I've been starting to feel nervous and second guessing it and kind of going, who do I think I am that I think I can pull this off? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, like the storytelling that you're talking about, um, that's another one that I'm like, okay, I got this project in mind. I think it could be really cool. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not quite sure where my resources are to make it happen. So, so I yeah. think it's interesting already that, you know, you're talking about, well, maybe I need to take a top, uh, a trip to the top of the tree and gather those resources. 
but not so much for what I'm building, but that's what I need to be offering. So I, I love so far that yeah. both of them are really kind of telling me, uh, like the answer is coming not for each one of those areas of my life, but it's, it's kind of like the answer is the web. Yeah, I don't know yes. if that made sense. And we haven't hit the third room yet, so. Um, no, your third one is <laughs> so <laughs> okay uh so in, in on my paper i had the two whirlwinds and then as i looking at the third one which is the third rune is kalk i actually i started drawing and separating them but really shielding the part that was Algies that was maybe, you know, the, the presentation, but it wasn't shielding. It was actually, that's where your stream is. So your stream, um, uh, you know, uh, stepping into yes. the stream, your yes. connection, whatever that is, um, it m moved from uh, going to the top of the tree, shamanic practice, that whole thing, into into uh, the algies. So your um, <laughs> it it's gonna be like giving a reading every time, every performance, because every storytelling, because you're stepping into that stream to tell that story, and you probably will not remember shit, uh, because uh, your. <laughs> you're completing shamanic journey on stage. And it's not, it's not about telling, you know, about the, the shamanic journey that you had or those that kind of piece together. It's about standing there being, being, in the <laughs> being willing to say, it. Oh, completely. And that can be, uh, uh, yesterday I told you I started writing. Oh God, that's interesting. Okay. I started, um, Fuck, did I bring that with me? I have to tell you if, if I did. And son of a bitch, I didn't. Okay, so the concept is uh, that I'm writing prose while crossing back and forth between this world and the other world. So uh, sometimes <laughs> it's as weird as uh, black sky little girl like does that make sense like the imagery of the story uh, I get what you're saying I have had a goal does that for, make sense yes I've had a goal for like the last two years that the language I used was that I wanted to improvise story meaning I didn't have a story yeah. in mind uh when I walk on stage I wanted to energetically connect with the audience and allow that connection to take me to a story that I can be in that kind of journey state and actually be telling mm -hmm. a story very specifically for the audience who shows up that night. So yes. what you're talking about is exactly that. I also have um, a storytelling show coming up in which it's the only one that I participate in where the topic of the show is uh, supernatural paranormal kind of experiences. And mm -hmm. um, I've, I had a story in mind that I was going to tell, and I just can't bring it together. And so the mm -hmm. other night I was like, you know, I, th I think what I want to do is I, I really want to take like some crystals, 
create a circle for myself and stand in the circle and channel story. Um, yeah. And uh, I was nervous about it. I was nervous about how do I explain this to like the producer of that show so that she still feels comfortable that I know what I'm doing and she's going to have a good show. And I still have mm -hmm. the freedom to not know what story I, I'm going to tell. <laughs> um, so it's funny yeah. that, I mean, it's not funny. This is what happens, I think, with divination tools. And when you have a really good reader is that you you tapped right into something that I was just thinking about last night. So if I say to you, I'm seeing uh, the Wicked Witch, it, not the Wicked Witch of the West, uh, uh, Maleficent, when she turns into the old woman offering Snow White yes. the, I don't, that's the wrong stories, but the, the apple. Okay, so <laughs> what, uh, that's what I'm seeing. Oh, Disney. Uh, that's what I'm, that was the image about you uh, <laughs> not it was not you, but uh, <laughs> the the image when you said you, that you were trying to tell the story and it was the supernatural yes. story. That's what, right right around there is when I saw that. So if I okay, let me let me just see if if I can figure out why that was an image. Oh, I can tell you that that image is very potent for me. Um, Okay. The hag uh, in many different forms is the being that uh, haunted me for my 16 years of night terrors. Okay. Uh, and the go. fact that you are seeing her as Maleficent, uh, when I finally found a shaman and started uh, walking that path, um, one of the first tasks I had in my own personal journey was I wanted to hunt that spirit who had haunted me. Um, not because I wanted to kill it or overcome it, but I wanted to face it. Um, and yeah. the being that finally emerged after quite a series of hunting and missing her was uh, the Morgon. And mm -hmm. I think Maleficent mm -hmm. is uh, based on the same energetic as the Morgon. Yep. So the fact that that yeah. image is coming to you like that, uh, uh, that's actually extremely significant for me personally. So uh, also the interesting thing about that is that um, uh, the, <laughs> the apple. Yes. Uh, is what you're going to be offering. Yes. So right in the story, it's, it's poisoned. Right. right? Uh, but it, this takes me back to yesterday when we, uh, uh, I was listening to the, podcast that we just put out about hexes and it's about undoing so it's really interesting that your stories have the apple and within the apple is the hex to unfucking do what the, you know like uh, uh what what people hear oh. it's the the little worm gets yes, in so you're undoing you're, you're the things that, that make us the yeah. deer stuck yes. in the grass yes. that imprisons us Yes, 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 yes. So your so I see you the, the the hag with the apple and the enticing and shiny, beautiful, and people taking it in and and it really is okay. So that's where connecting. Oh, okay, so your connection you're seeing above everything. You say, okay, this is what's happening. We're gonna step into the stream. We're gonna tell the story. I'm delivering the information and the medicine and the hex and the spell that really is going to get in there to help assist the people 
in the room with uh, absorbing the story, with uh, becoming the story, with uh, taking the juicy parts out of the story that are going to then uh, really help um, them to uh, wake up. Yeah. Wake up to their own things that they, their own stories or whatever mm -hmm. protects them that mm -hmm. actually is now limiting their growth. Yes. Okay. So this is, yeah. so this isn't so much about what I need to rework in my own web. This is more how I need to do the things that I feel called to do. So let's talk about the third one. Okay. <laughs> So maybe that will. Oh, the third one. Maybe this will wasn't take. Wasn't the hag? Okay. No. Okay. The 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 well. You were just kind of seeing that as you were talking about the energy. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if I if I'm looking at Kalk, um, as part of the third Kalk, uh, is really about uh your desires, <laughs> what with what's your spiritual fulfillment. Uh, what your fulfillment is. It, it also has to do with uh, offering up the appropriate. Um... You can say sacrifice. Uh, offering. Okay. I think to like uh, pour it's because it's, it looks like a chalice, right? So it's about okay. uh, pouring out appropriate offerings to those who are uh, present to those who are participating, our ancestors, the gods, the earth, whomever, um, but it's all and it's all and it's a and it does sometimes look at uh, is your cup half empty? Is it half full? Is are are you taking care of yourself? But I think in in these terms, I think that that uh, yeah, I think that the <laughs> okay, your cast and crew. <laughs> Uh, of your shows, <laughs> just you know, you don't you don't want any mishaps with curtains falling. And uh, <laughs> okay, that was a little vague. What yeah. are you trying to be careful, or is it just showing up as vague? No, it uh, it's showing up as uh, I see you on stage, but like. All of your, uh, everybody who plays a supporting role, who is really uh, in the stream uh, that you're stepping into, uh, it's just, don't forget, don't forget them. Because, you know, we, we don't like to, we want to make sure that everyone's thanked. So that, uh, you know, little troll over in the corner doesn't just like, oh, she's out in the middle of the stage. I'm just going to let this rope go and the curtain's going to fall on top of her. Because they'll be, you know, like, oh, does so that make sense? Oh, so there will be some it's trickster <laughs> energy in this to keep me, uh, uh, that actually, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. Because I think uh, a trickster to me often, uh, how do I say this? Trickster will sometimes create chaos in my life that by doing so it frees me yeah um yes. and so i can see not just like the physical people who are support because there are there's tech and there's people who you know run the theater and and all that mm -hmm. um but with this particular show because it really is talking about spirits i've had encounters with 
oftentimes what yeah. I notice is when I tell a story about an event like that, the spirit gets evoked. And uh, mm -hmm. so when I know I'm going into a story where I'm going to speak about something like that, I will often journey and try to contact that spirit beforehand and just pay honor to them and recognize it's yep. a shared story and kind of ask them to help me craft it so that I'm not speaking mm -hmm. about them, but I am also sharing uh, what they have contributed to the story. Did that make sense? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many, there's so many streams and currents yeah. stepping into the stream. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you uh, who's, uh, do you have somebody who you were related to whose name is Catherine that's passed? Catherine that has passed. Yeah. Um, I can tell you the thing that uh, I, is coming up and I tried to uh, move it aside because I don't think it was what you were answering, but it popped back in front of me. So I'm going to share it with you. Yeah. Is that when yep. I was Catholic, I did not get confirmed when I should have. And I chose to do it later in my life. And the confirmation name I chose was Catherine. And I chose that name because <laughs> she was one of the voices that Joan of Arc heard. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, to me, I, I, like, I didn't want Joan of Arc. I wanted one of the voices that guided her because I, uh, there was something about, um, there was something about channeling, I guess, even then that I was, uh, interested in or um called to or yeah curious yeah. about yeah okay did that fit what you felt like like when i said that did that feel like who's coming and tapping on your shoulder um so the the image that the impression that i received was um uh, like white hair. Um, the impression that I got from Catherine was that uh, white hair, low bun, kind of pulled back, uh, almost uh, stoic. Yeah, just like not a lot of fun uh, to her, but um, it felt, it felt. And I was like, it's not, a, 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 my first thought was, oh, it's grandma. No, it's not. It's a guide. It was, it felt very like, like there's just guidance to be given. So. Uh, Did mm, the hag name herself Catherine? Mm, I think it's different. Okay. I think they're two different okay. ones. Um, I think uh, they don't, they don't, they, they're not merging together in okay. my, in my face. Okay. Uh, but I think though that there's really, something interesting about um <laughs> coming oh what is that okay um i keep hearing retracing your steps uh now what i think what that means is there there oh okay retracing your steps you have to go to church uh but that's not that's not that doesn't necessarily mean you're going back to catholicism does that make sense yes there's there's <laughs> something about going back to that guide 
that person um, oh. that is about fulfillment yes, and that can impart a, a thread that will help weave the stories in a different way. So maybe what I need to do is connect with the spirit of why I chose the name Catherine and take her out yes. of the Catholic context and see how she works with me to channel story. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think that's, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So that's just freeing forward. another part of myself from the Catholicism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because she doesn't look, uh, oh God, sometimes those paintings are so stoic, but uh, she doesn't, she doesn't, there's nothing around her says Christian at all. Right. So, so nothing, she, there was no cross on her neck. There was no nothing that would, was Christian. So yeah, I think um, going back to her and, and, and uh, having, conversations with her that do not include right. uh, the pretext of Catholicism would be great. So she may not be able to give me the full guidance she's capable of because I kind of have her house still back in my past. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so really interesting uh, thing about that is I just, uh, just before I started talking to you, I published a blog that was um, a little blurb about the fact that even though I've been now walking with the runes for about almost 10 years. Yesterday, when I did my podcast for rune walking in modern times, I looked at Ingvaz and I was shown Ingvaz in a very different way than I hadn't seen it uh, before. And it was like, okay, so the concept here and, 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 and the path is that just because I know Ingvaz in this way, doesn't mean that I'm, that's the way it will always stay. And now is the appropriate time for me to see and for it to decide to show me this different version of itself now. And so like the same thing for you. Now, Catherine has a very different part to play. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you're talking about a deepening mm. relationship, right? You know, even... You yeah. know, in our human yeah. relationships, you only know so much about a person yeah. unless you develop the relationship, spend time, earn trust, and eventually you get yeah. to know more and more. And some things can be a complete surprise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, real, real quick, and this might just be something for you that you're going to have to work out. Yeah. Uh, she has black petticoats. Her, her, her undergarments, her, her, her petticoats are black. Oh, she needs and I don't to know be what... freed from domesticity. Probably. Can you imagine taking the There's... petticoats off, loosening the bun, letting her shake her head, letting her run back into nature and watching what she becomes? Yeah. All right. That's going to be an interesting journey for yeah, you. I got my homework. Okay, so let's...
pull the last one you said uh how all that kind of weaves together yeah but i think let's just let's just say okay runes what's like the last thing we might need to know yeah instead of doing that or are you gonna wear uh are you planning on doing a mask at Samhain um Well, not a literal one, uh, but I will say this Samhain is a little unusual in that most of the time Samhain for me is about, you know, my witchy world and my magic and doing ritual. And this year, um, it's actually theater stuff. So I have two shows that are both kind of, uh, you know, spooky themed things that I'm in both shows and for like the three days around Samhain uh, I'm in those back-to-back shows all three of those days. Yeah. So in some way, I mean, I'm performing and I guess you could say that there is a mask to that because it's about presenting a certain facet that is uh, a little bit different than my uh, personal persona. Yeah. Yeah. Does that fit, uh, or do you mean I should literally make a mask? <laughs> well, so when I opened my eyes and I was looking at the paper, it had, there was a, a clearly a shape of a bird um, mask, like a like a like a raven's beak and feathers. So uh, it was interesting. But now I actually my uh, okay. Before we throw those, I got it figure out this so my back hurts oh. <laughs> uh my uh almost uh mid back um and it's sore uh are you uh, get, be a little more specific it is is it in the middle of your back is it like a shoulder so blade? it feels no it feels like at uh, the bottom of the ribs yep or just well maybe just above the bottom of the ribs yep. and it it goes horizontal but it doesn't wrap around yep. uh so sometimes let's see are you still having problems breathing yes okay so uh um you have feathers at home like uh, like a like a fan yes like that you would do yes okay maybe maybe uh on the back uh and doing some deep breathing exercises because it feels it feels quite like um there's a blockage just below your heart space okay so um i'm going to tell you another story um i used to have a chronic pain Uh, right under my left shoulder blade and at the time Mm -hmm. I was in grad school so I thought it was like because I was always bending over books Um, but one day it was particularly bad and I got home from work and I just sat on the couch and I just had the thought the wonderment the thought of uh, you know I wonder if there's an energetic connection to this pain and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I was um in a past life memory where I was in Ireland in the castle, actually that you took the picture of the last time you went. (laughs) And um, I had been um, 
like the spiritual leader of my clan and I had fallen in love with an English knight who had been sent to Ireland to try to convert the pagans and Mm -hmm. I had fallen in love with him. So, you know, to a certain extent, he had a problem in that he loved me, but because he had that connection and I was a woman in power, his superiors were really pressuring him to convert me because you convert me, you convert my entire clan. I, yep. of course, then felt the responsibility of, I love you, but if I convert, I betray my whole way of being. And mm-hmm. that as a leader of the clan, there's no way I'm going to do that to them. And so it came to a head in that we argued about it. Uh, he beat me up, he raped me, and he stabbed me in the back and pierced my heart. And as soon as I, as I had that memory, like I came out of uh, my trance and the pain behind my shoulder blade was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so it's interesting, like what you're talking about is returning to a few things that, that perhaps there are a few things that have not been fully resolved. Um, that I need to clean up some of those things because I just didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know how to resolve them, but maybe I just need to revisit them uh, because for me to stand fully in the stream that you're describing and fulfill the desire that I have, I got to clean that shit up. Yeah. yeah. Does that feel right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's a, there's, there's a, yes, that will help reconnect some of those those pieces and when i see it i see it as reconnecting to part of of you know how i i see instinct sitting in your lower gut so it's almost like they're a little separate okay. uh and that like when i'm uh oh, like when i do yoga and my little yoga coach guy tells me you know breathe deep into my belly i feel like with you i can't i like uh, not me personally but i feel like you can't right. breathe deep and so I think what you're talking about will help uh, relax that. Uh, Is there, relax do you your see belly. an obstruction? Is there like maybe an energetic space holder uh, until I cleared and do the work? Like, do I need to pull the knife out of my back? <laughs> That's funny because when you said <laughs> I saw a blade uh, okay. and I was going to check in to see if that was right. And then you said, uh, do I need to pull the knife out yeah. of my back? That would help. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And the mask that you uh, were talking about, do I need to wear a mask when I do that so that I am not recognized? Um, no, because I, the, the mask. Okay. So the mask is a blend between a crow and the mask that they wore, you know, that one creepy mask that the they plague. wore during the plague. Yeah. Yes. It's that. It's a combination. It's like the the nose is the front of it is not quite as long, but it's something. But it, it, that's what it looks okay. like. Yeah. And are my eyes covered, or I don't remember if those masks had nope. like their eyes covered, or is it just the beak? Uh, so it's it's. I'll, I'll send you a picture of this sketch okay. too, like of my paper. So it's uh like two kind of two horns going back over the head, uh, your eye spaces are open. Um, 
and then the beak comes down. Yeah. Oh, well, you got I'll a lot of good symbols there for me. I'm Aries, so that's the ram, and those are the horns. I get that. I also see that as horns that uh, the Morrigan or Maleficent has. Um, yep. And uh, to me, uh, one of the gifts of Raven, uh, you know, because I walk with the Morrigan, Raven shows up mm -hmm. quite a bit for me. Um, but yep. one of the gifts of Raven is uh, they can mimic... Uh, other birds languages so that mm -hmm. when they sing in other birds songs you don't really know it's a raven they're kind of they're almost like mockingbirds like them and mockingbirds have yeah. that similar uh ability yep so i wonder if it's um, a literal mask or if it's take the gifts of the mask i wonder if i have to make a mask in order to connect to the gifts of those i think Catherine knows okay i think this mask connects to her too she there's something about it being there's i had to i had to see it as something that the doctor wore during that time yeah. period to help give reference to what it's about so it is about a a, a healing yeah. it is about uh a, being a healer okay. so um uh i wouldn't be surprised if if you see her mm, wearing the mask and the don't horns. Want to influence you no, I actually think she has horns. Oh, okay. I think if, if you start to deconstruct and allow her to undress in front of you, then uh, there's some really interesting uh, things. You, you disrobe her from Christianity and see what happens. Oh, God, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the thing holding me back from channeling story the way that I want to is I'm incredibly self-conscious that um, I'm incredibly self-conscious about what will I actually say? Will it make sense? Um, I have had numerous occasions where when I step deeply into my magic, if I'm in the wrong context, um, I have the experience of kind of coming out of trance with people looking at me deeply confused or horrified. <laughs> yes. And so yes. there's a part of me that's so reluctant to give myself over to that. Um, you know, and I do when I'm walking in my spiritual world, because, you know, people who are coming to events like that are wanting you to go into trance and <laughs> connect with something yes. else. Um Yep, yep. But it can be really unsettling if you think you're going to a show. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're staring out at looking at them and they're like, what, what just happened? Well, and, you um, know, if I'm going to channel, it also means that if you're looking into my eyes, you're no longer looking into Teresa's eyes. Right. Yeah. Which um, is going to be for a lot of people deeply distressed. Derby yep. without understanding why. Yep. And yeah. that's what I'm afraid yep, but of I doing. Think... That's why I'm afraid of doing oh, it. Oh, honey. Yep. 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 I totally get yep. that. But, uh, and <laughs> I shouldn't say, but, uh, and that's the true story that you're trying to yes, tell. Yes, I know. <laughs> you see my dilemma then. It's like everything in me is like, this yeah. is what you need to do. And then there's this fear that comes up that like I open my eyes from doing that and I'm seeing horrified faces in front of me. And I'm like, oh, I don't know that I can do this then. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, so you can just tattoo your face like me, and then people. Said <laughs> so you can just tattoo your face like me, then you get a horrified look before you even start. Well, maybe I do need to come up with some kind <laughs> of mask so that you know there might be. I you know I'm I'm shielding myself from what I'm afraid of, but I'm also shielding them of what might scare them. Then I'm thinking of you know the second room you pulled Augie's about you know don't let your fear protect you so much so that you become imprisoned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to sit with all of it, man. You gave me a lot. It's a little scary. Should we do the last one? I, I actually pulled two. Okay. Not just one. Okay. So, yep. That's what I thought was going to happen. Okay. So, um, all right. So the, the last one, last two, I just tossed them one upside down, one up. The one that was up was Gar, uh, and Gar uh, to me is the tree, or not just to me. It represents the tree, the yeah. world tree. Um, it's uh, a diamond with an X over it, so it is the web. Oh, beautiful. It's the center okay. of the yeah. web. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's the center uh, of the web. And then uh, the one that was face down um, was Esau, so it's just the straight line. Yeah. And um, there, that's been actually showing up quite a bit lately um we don't uh stand still enough that's ice yep and you don't read upside down ones differently than right side up ones so it depends <laughs> uh i yes most of the time, if it's upside, if it's face down, uh, I see them as undercurrents okay. um, of what's happening, not necessarily like the, you know, the, the main right. thing that we would normally talk about. So it's, it's kind of almost like another way like, to understand a little bit of a deeper understanding uh, of what's happening on a deeper level. Uh, so with Esau being face down, uh, and us moving into the time of ice, the time of winter. Um, I'm feeling like I really want to thaw that ice and let the stuff that's been stuck in it free. Uh, the image I got uh, was of a glacier. Okay. So, uh, and part of the, the beauty of a glacier is it's always moving, even if you don't feel right. it. And there's rivers running through it and under it and in it. And there are a lot of pieces. Um, there's a lot of, you know, stone, there's a lot of, uh, you know, oxygen. There are a lot of things like held up in it. Right. Um, it's a really interesting uh, uh, rune uh, to use. Um, For reflection, but I think, I think um, the nice thing about ice too, uh, in what you're talking about now, what you just yeah. said to me, was that you see what you're going, <laughs> you can see what you're going to release before you, um, oh, before you release it. That hardly ever happens, so that's lovely. Yeah. So, so uh, what I saw was you standing at, kind of like I don't know, a giant piece, giant glacier. You're on the ground, standing in front of it, looking at it, um, and being able to look into it 
what's right there to see what it is that you actually um, want. Uh, yeah, it needs to be a focused melt, a focused melt right. I'm not of the things the whole that you glacier. I'm just need. releasing the thing that I identify as the resource I need now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, they're like beacons. Uh, you are, uh, okay, this is what I saw. Uh, a beacon within the, because there's shit that you need that's like in the glacier. Yeah. Uh, you have to fall, it's a, it's a red flashing beacon. <laughs> um, that will help lead you to some of the things that you need to uh, release, okay. to access. Yeah. There, there are actually points in the glacier you need to go. So if you can become ice and travel to those places, you don't really need to unfreeze them or, or unfreeze them. Um, you don't need to thaw them. They, uh, you just need to go there. Oh, so I, instead of changing the form of the glacier, if I change my form to ice, then I can integrate with glacier to be able to receive the gifts that way. So I'm not altering yep. the entire glacier to get what I need. I'm altering myself in order to retrieve it. Okay. Right. Yep. You know, it's really interesting. I wonder. Uh, okay. Um, uh, leaving Christianity put a lot of shit in your life on ice. Uh, oh. Those are things that are going to mean very different things now yes. than they did back then. And those are the things like... Um, because it was almost like I saw you as the glacier. No, I'm sorry. Let me back up. What I saw was there are many things contained in the ice. There are many settlements um, under the ice that are preserved. There are animals that are in the ice that are preserved. There are things that are held there and they're all part of the ice now because the ice has preserved them. So in those terms, you as the glacier or becoming the glacier, you as the glacier, you have things that you've incorporated or held or put on to put on ice that now, if you were to go and examine them, have a very different meaning. Yep, I gotcha. Uh, to me, uh, you're you're uh, confirming uh, a lot of what you were saying before in how to channel story and stepping into the stream. What you just did was the stream froze to be able to move slower yeah. so that I can see easier. Um, but I still mm -hmm. hear you saying that I need to alter my state of consciousness to be able to tap into things that might be deep in the roots of the tree. So yes. things that have happened yep. in the past that at the time that I was experiencing them, because I was in uh, a Christian cosmology and, and belief system, they got painted as Catholic things, but they never were. Yes. And now right. I need to go back and experience them without the Catholic story telling me what they are. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Samhain doesn't mess around, man. No. Oh, I'm standing in it. <laughs> I had my eyes closed and I'm standing in a very different spot in the room. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. Weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me just see. Is there anything else real quick? Is there anything else? Uh, I kind of came out of it. 
Did Catherine come from Catherine the Great? Um, no, I think this. She was a Russian. No, no, person, this right? Catherine, I think, was Catherine of Siena. Okay. Oh, yeah, French, 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 French. Uh, who's Catherine the Great? I don't know who that is. Uh, I could Google. Well, I will. Well, that would be very interesting. Uh, that just took a whole different spin on things. So um, in the night terrors and the hag that showed up for many years after, I just kept hearing from time to time uh, the babushka. Remember the babushka. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, at least in this incarnation, I don't have any connection with Eastern Europe. Um, although I was born with red hair and, you know, when I do like the genealogy search, it seems to originate in that area of the world. So somewhere I kind of felt like, okay, there must be some connection there. Uh, but I don't really know what the babushka is. Um, I'm wondering if, uh, the Catherine that you're seeing is, uh, is, um, Oh, how do I say this? In my gut, what I'm feeling is like this woman dressed up the way that she is, is, is um, the being that will become the hag. But yeah. she has been dressed like a spinster instead of uh, taking her appropriate form, which is the wild hag. So I looked up Catherine the Great. Oh, good. Catherine II, also known as Catherine the Great, uh, was the Empress of Russia from 1762 until 1796, the country's longest ruling female leader. She came to power following a coup d'etat that she organized, uh, resulting in her husband being overthrown. Yeah. Fascinating. So I don't know that they're connected. Issues, oh, 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 oh. Tell me the dates of that again, will you? 1762 uh, to 1769 is when she ruled, but um, she was born in Poland in 1729. I'm wondering if what you just did is followed my soul from uh, the place where I was in Ireland and stabbed by my knight. I wonder if that was another iteration of the two of us incarnating together and I kicked his ass that time. It's, he was probably paying you back. Yeah. No, I mean, vice, no, I, I, think, I think vice versa, because I think Christianity invaded yeah. Ireland like in the 400s. Way before. Yeah, yeah so before. I'm wondering yeah. if I came back and as Catherine kicked his ass. It's very possible. Uh, you know, I think, um, so there's, uh, I just, the, part of Googling, there's a quote that was one of hers and it says, a great wind is blowing and that gives you either imagination or a headache. <laughs> This is, she's fascinating. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that there's some, there's some interesting uh, connection. Because uh, out of, I just, is there anything else I need to know? And Catherine the Great is the, Catherine the Great is what happened. So uh, was what came to me. So uh, yeah, maybe there's some, maybe a little bit of research. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I'll check her out. Come to it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any feel for, uh, I'm going to tell you the things that feel like homework and um, 
I'm just asking if you have any feel for which order they need to go in, like if it's progressive at all. Um, okay. So it feels to me like I've got an overall um, kind of instruction to connect back with um, things that are um, things that are frozen that need to be released. And I'm getting that, hang on. So I feel like one journey is I want to go and um, hang out with a hag with the apple and kind of find out what the hex actually is so I can more intentionally do that. Um, mm -hmm. I definitely want to become the glacier and uh, see what things are waiting in the ice for me to rediscover. I want to journey with Catherine mm -hmm. and allow her to disrobe and become her wild self again. Um, but then I think mm -hmm. I also, I want to visit Catherine the Great. I want to see if maybe that was also another reincarnation connected to the Ireland one. Yeah. Do you, do you get a sense of order that those need to happen? Um, I think that, uh, you, the hag and the apple yeah. is actually, uh, a result of the other okay. two. So, um, the, so the glacier is the melt, the, the visiting yourself as being the glacier yeah. is the process in which to visit yeah. Catherine and then to research Catherine the yeah. great and then becoming the hag to be able to tell the story is the result. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. All right. So the first journey is to become the glacier, um, to uh, refine or reclaim Catherine, to allow her to morph out of the Christian motif. Um, and somehow doing that will align me with um, a deeper sense of myself, the hag is an image and the apple and the hex. And that's the energetic that from which I'll channel story. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably do more than that, but that seems to be what the yes. topic was for, for this. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome, Ken. And exactly what I needed. Cause I was feeling like, wow, I've got all of these pots stirring and they all need action. And I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. Like it's starting to get backed up. There's so many things I need to be doing, but I feel that yeah. I feel a little stuck. Like there's so much yeah. to do. Where do I start? Um, yep. And this just gave me a very clear direction uh, with the purpose being connected very deeply. I mean, broadly in my web. So this was beautiful. Good. I'm glad it helped yes. you. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I got to pull myself okay. up. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, the, the, it's like you can place the pots into the ice and allow them to just chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like some, some of them are like, well, actually that's not even right. It's, it's, it's looking at a you being the glacier as a whole ecosystem in and of itself yeah. with cracks and crevices and everything is moving. And, and yeah. And, and uh, yeah, the, I guess the remembrance is 
Mm. Yeah, being still. Yeah. That was a big so meeting. Our, visual, our, <laughs> our visualization went from a stovetop with several little pots on it to now you're a gigantic glacier with you're scouring the landscape and you're holding frozen mammoths and you're, you have giant rivers of water flowing through you and parts of you coming off into the ocean. And yeah, that's a, we went, we just uh, broadened your landscape, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> but you know what? If, if the container I had was too small, maybe that's why I was getting log jammed. And maybe that's why, you know, too many ideas I was getting overwhelmed. You broaden the landscape yeah. and it creates a whole lot more space for things to flow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which is what I cool. think happens for cool. me when I go to the top of the tree and get that perspective is I can see, oh, there's actually a lot more space for things to move and I need to remove the boundary and set it bigger. Yes. Oh my God, there's so yeah. much to that reading, Ken. I could work on what you just gave me for the next full year. That was <laughs> awesome. But, well, thank you. So that was, I mean, that's kind of what we looked at, right? We were looking at moving into this next yeah. year, but now I don't really. Well, and okay. also I, re I was really nervous about coming back into Salon after what Salon was like last year. Um, so, yeah. so, um, because it, it feels a little ominous to me. It feels almost like, oh, if you thought last year was rough, <laughs> bigger things are on the horizon, <laughs> honey. <laughs> buckle up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buckle up, buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. But this helps me know, oh, now I can actually step into the stream. I don't have to be nervous about this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, uh, the one thing, the one, one of the things that I love about Esau is that if, if I, and I, I have this in my workbook and in my class, but if I'm meditating or becoming Esau and I, it's a, it's a pin prick, a very thin sliver of ice that runs through the top of my head, through my very center, out and down between my legs. And then I, as I focus on it, I allow it to expand yeah. to the point where it, it encapsulates my body and then it goes outside of my body and I become a column. So for me, what that does, and one of the things that I like to do with this meditation is if too many things are swirling around you, that ice will hold them in their spot. So it, it, it allows people to not feel so overwhelmed because whatever's whirling around you, it as long as you push your, that ice out far enough, it freezes it. So you can see, see it for what it really is and not the movement it is, but what it is. And then you can take things out of the ice and deal with them one at a time without having, feeling, having the feeling of being overwhelmed. Well, you just told me how to change. How, so I have tried to channel story a couple of times. And uh, from what I desire to do, it's been a failure. Um, and, um, and I get those kind of confused looks. Um, and so what you just said to me is, you know, I'm fire. So normally when I go into the channel space, things happen really, really fast. Um, yes. and I'm okay with that because I'm fire. That's actually, that's kind of the pace that I work when I journey. Um, and, yep. but if I'm going to do this in front of an audience and, um, not let my fear get to me. I need to slow down the stream so that I can 
uh, kind of, oh, that's interesting. So that I can have one foot uh, almost on either side of the riverbank. Mm -hmm. Did that make sense? So I can like exactly what yep. you were saying about the pros so that you're kind of dipping into that other world and channeling in a moment. You've got to stay connected to the outer world if you're going to channel what you're gathering yep. to it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, and there has to be, a, there's a, um, because <laughs> story, okay. Because traditionally story is, is given in a linear form <laughs> and we're delivering a shamanic story, it's going to be the, the, the timeline is a little different yes. or the, the delivery of the information is a yes. little different. And I, I think it's a really interesting way to be able to uh, look at shamanic storytelling and maybe actually reconnect to what it was, you know, for our ancestors, because we're pulling, we're not doing it in this uh, very Western or uh, intellectual way of delivering story. We're doing it in a way of delivering the energy of right. the story which is going to put things in a different yes. order. That's yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see you on stage in like this brilliant, like uh, white uh, ice column. And it's like, okay, here are the pieces. And they actually might glow in a certain, like once you've completed one, the next one glows. I see that. And then the next yep, one glows. I and then that. the next one glows. So it gives you, and you know, cause you and I with fire, like, it burns fast and hot, but the, the, the ice is, well, didn't we just talk about this, you and I yesterday or the day before me with fire and yes. ice. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's you too, fire and ice, this, this combination of being able to, to, uh, to, um, slow down the pace of the fire with the ice. Yep. 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 Wow. That was amazing. And <laughs> what I love about doing readings usually is that, not usually, but what I think is really interesting for me is when I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm seeing. So you're going to have to make sense of this <laughs> because it's not mine. Right. So right. Catherine, d uh, okay, Catherine, here's a name. Yeah. Here we go. Like, and look at how fruitful that was when I didn't just say, no, I don't know what that is. Yeah. You had to think about it. Well, and she had to unfold. I never would have gone to Catherine the yeah. Great. But we had to, we had to not know what she meant, but be willing to entertain that she still meant something important. And, and it's a really interesting, they're slivered. It's a really interesting, they're two slivers. Yeah of something in a more whole and it's fa it's fascinating to well it's like you know you and i've talked about watching or attending like you attended Teresa caputo and and i go to john edward when he's in town but when people are like nope i don't know anybody by that name and then they're like well wait my brother's name is oh my god did you really just do that right. like take a minute <laughs> be still right. and think about what's coming through because it's coming through for you 
you're the one who has to make sense of it. Oh, you're also talking about what I notice when that happens is they don't recognize their own brother's name because they have an expectation of hearing from someone else. Yes. Yeah, so I need to be mindful of my expectations too. Yeah. I mean, I, I get in my own yeah. way when I start to try and linearize yeah. your yeah. reading, I get in my yeah. own way. That's why it's like, okay, so I can't really expect, I can expect for me, I can open the door or I can step into the stream and whatever shows up, shows up. Catherine shows up, uh, you know, like a growling yesterday showed up <laughs> when we right. were, when you were drumming. Yeah. So it's just really allowing Oh, we talked about that also the last episode. Um, allowing. Yeah. Being aware. Holy cow. Well, Interesting. Thank you for letting me do this today. Oh, thank you for doing it for me. I, that was invaluable. That was awesome. So uh, for all you who are listening, um, I hope you just got a really good feel for what a gifted reader Ken is. And um that you should definitely uh, check him out. You can always contact him through our website, Web of Resonance, uh, or his uh, business web uh, website or Facebook page uh, at the Rune Walker. And you will definitely want to schedule with him because I'm telling you that that was the best reading I've had, and I can't tell you how long. Oh, well, thank you. That's very nice of you. Yes. Um, if you're interested, runewalker.com is the website or Facebook or Instagram. I'm on there too. So um, this, yeah, I like it. I like doing it. I like when people are, I like when you're able to, to get things out of it. Uh, that happens all the time, but sometimes it's like, I will have people message me a few days later. Oh my God. I just realized I'm like, okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that does happen. I, I get that. Um, sometimes I will get information that is exactly the answer. Sometimes I will get information that it's like, it doesn't make sense to you now, but it's being delivered maybe because this is the opportunity to give you the message. Write a little note and wait and see if it shows up in another month. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. I think that's how it works for me all the time when I'm, uh, working for myself is like, okay, I'm going to have to remember that. And I just store it. And then when it's, when it needs to come out, it comes out. So yeah, this is my first, this is the first time I've read for you, isn't it? Um, I can't believe that that's true, but I can't think of a time where we sat down and, and you've read for me. I think maybe one of my first trips to blue antler, I I do kind of remember you throwing the uh, runes for me. I think we were doing a, you were doing, I was working with you. You were doing a, a session for me and you're like, well, here, just throw the runes and, and tell me what that says. And I remember specifically, yeah. Cause I threw them, I was sitting on the floor, I threw them and I started moving my finger in circles around them. Yes. So apparently this drawing circles thing is not new. Right. And, um, uh, and you said, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm just, looking at them and you're like, I feel what you're doing on the back of my neck. You felt, yes. you felt my finger yes. doing the same. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. So I think that was kind of the one time we connected that way. Yeah. But I thank you for, again, for letting me read for you. I was, that amazing. was amazing. It's you, now, you know, I'm going to ask you more. <laughs> you, 
You're welcome to anytime. You know, I'm, I'm available to you anytime. Thank you. <laughs> this is awesome. Well, yeah. So, um, are there things that, you know, if people have now heard you read for me, are there things that, uh, facilitate what you can offer? Like, uh, is there a way of being that somebody shows up that really helps them get more deeper information? Um, <laughs> I think what works the best um, is if people come with an open mind. You can have questions that we can look at and delve into, but what generally works the best is um, being open to <laughs> the message that wants is going to come. come through for you. Yeah. 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 Because a lot of times it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense at all that I didn't get anything out of that. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. wait, maybe not today. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, that's the one, Oh, like for instance, I'll give you, a, I'll give you an example. Uh, are my boyfriend and I going to get back together? I'm like, well, um, you can, if you want to, <laughs> well, what do you mean? I'm like, the runes, what they're saying is it's all about you choosing you over somebody else who's not choosing you <laughs> right now. Right. And the fact that that's such a, right. that the effects of that are so long-term yes. and long reaching yes. that it's best if you just start choosing yourself now. Right. You know, so that, you know, so it's like, it works into that question, but really the bigger issue is right. finding value in yourself. Yes. So yeah, so uh, being open, being open to this, this is what the message is. Wonderful. And being willing, being willing to do your work, I think too, being willing to do some work. Yeah. Well, thank you. Real quick, yeah. by the way, none of the images I'm getting of Catherine the Great are the same as the image I got of Catherine the first one we talked about. Okay. So they are two separate slivers. Okay. All right. I will, I will, yeah, yeah I'll ask about that and and why two Catherines are showing up that aren't the same. Yep. Okay. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there while we no, were- No, I'm glad you did, that's helpful. All right, well, you guys uh, got to experience that today uh, on Web of Resonance. And uh, maybe next time, Teresa will do a reading for me. Absolutely, I'd love to. That would be I would love for you to. I, I love working with you. I think uh, uh, I get so much out of having readings from you that it just is, it just uh, opens up and amplifies things, which I need because sometimes, like I said, I get in my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it's always magical to do that. So I'd love to do that next week. Yay. Yay. All my books. All right. Well, thank you again. And uh, for those who are listening, if uh, you would like to send us uh, any messages or thoughts, please uh, contact us at webofresonancepod at gmail.com or on our Facebook uh, page, Web of Resonance. You can message us. Message us. Messenger us. <laughs> and you can also show your support by sharing our uh, podcast on uh, Spotify or 
Anchor, wherever. And if you uh, love to support, we can accept support that way or even uh, monetarily if you have the desire to do that. And you can do that through Anchor. And uh, we appreciate any and all support. Yes. Thank you very much. And have a great week. Have a good week, everyone.